You are listening to Trophy Horse with your hosts, Tricky Mick, Alex, I yield to no one, Steve. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Trophy Yours. This is episode 327. I'm your host, Tricky Mick. Alongside with me, the man, the myth, the legend, he has returned. It's Mr. Sardasaurus himself, Mr. Alex. You motherfuckers are going to rue the day that I came back to this show. I've already ruined it. We haven't even started recording two minutes yet. I thought you said you missed me. I did miss you with every bullet I shot. <laughs> what are you, a stormtrooper now? <laughs> Whatever you got to say to yourself. The, he's the master of the dual screens. He's Mr. Steven Fontana. Oh, God, this is going to be a fucking nightmare of a show. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Back by popular demand, he is Roberto. Greetings, programs. Welcome back. And making his first time, which nobody ever wanted, Mr. Matt. I feel like I have come into a train wreck of a show. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to get right involved into this. We're going to start with our trophy count as soon as I find out where the hell my trophies are with. I am level 33, total trophies of 8,422 with 79 platinums. Yes, I gained another one. Don't tell Alex. Me. Oh, you want to know what my trophy count is, huh? Well, let me pull up my phone because I wrote it down there. All right, so I am level 30. I have a total trophy count of 6,411, and I have 94 Platinums in 93 Woo! games. Wait a minute, hold on, Tricky. How many Platinums do you have? 79. Okay. Uh, so, not as many as me. Okay. Just to make sure. <laughs> hey, oh, jeez. That's going to that's gonna change early Shots. 2018. Shots fired. How's that going to change? Are you going to play a bunch of hour-long games and get Platinums? Well, I, I played like a 15-minute game to get my last Platinum. Oh, okay, so I'm sitting here playing Uncharted The Lost Legacy, and you're like, I'm going to play whatever bullshit that I'm playing for 15 minutes just to get an easy platinum. What about my 78th platinum? You can't respect that? Which one is that? Which which platinum have you been hounding me if I gotten? Uh, PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale? No. Ratchet what was your Clank? favorite game of 2017? <laughs> Ratchet and Clank? Uh, Ratchet and Clank was not your favorite game. And it wasn't Crash Bandicoot either, so don't go Oh, there. you mean Horizon? You finally did that? Congratulations, Tricky. You finally got the Horizon Platinum after I've made it through the Frozen Wilds. I got through the Frozen Wilds before you, Killer. Yeah, check oh, the really? timestamps, buddy. Who got the that Platinum first? All right, uh, ladies. All right, ladies. Mike drops. Yield is level 25, total trophies of 4,800 with 72 Platinums. He was supposed to be here, but he got... Uh, the opportunity to go to work for double time, so he decided to go in and do that. Who can blame him? Gotta make that Steve. money. Steve! Hey, that's me. Uh, I'm level 14, 1765, uh, maybe 66 now, because I think I just got another one, and I have four Platinums. Yay! And Sid is level 27, total trophies of 5,842 with 76 Platinums. Uh, yield better get to work, that's all I'm saying. Matt! I feel like a fraud here, because you guys all actually like trophies, and uh, 
I have zero plats. I'm a level 12, uh, and I have uh, 1,203 total trophies. Again, you have 1,204 trophies more than the lowest that's ever been on the show. Yeah, well, you know what? All right, I'll take that. We, we've actually had somebody on the show with negative one. That's kind of impressive. How do wow. you do that? Do we... You know, I bet Jeff Hanna loves having <laughs> a story told every five episodes. Well, you know, next time we get Jeff Hanna on the show, we'll ask him about it. How about next episode? How about we get Jeff Hanna on next episode? I've been trying to get him on for 20 episodes. He's uh, he's a little busy right now. Really? Making Agents of Mayhem too? Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to go into... Uh, uh, I'm not going to go into that. That's all I'm going to say. Roberto, put us all to shame. Confirmed. <laughs> All right, I'm sitting at level 34 at 80% with 10,450 total trophies, 31 platinum, 388 gold, 1,672 silver, and 8,359 browns. <laughs> uh, I love how he does that. <laughs> I, I did say put us all to shame, so. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. All right. I got a couple of new ones the, there, too. The very dangerous question for Roberto. What have you been playing? All right. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like the like the intermission in a, in a play or like halftime in a, a, a football game. I'm this gonna go one, take a piss. Yeah, right like now. when we walk away, what's going on? Uh, take it away, Roberto. <laughs> All right. So big pick of the week is Valhalla Cyberpunk bartending action from Sukumon Games. Wolfgang, New York, North America as well. Imagine a dystopic futuristic city where law enforcement runs rampant serving corrupt governments. People are, are starving. People are, are thirsty trying to find a way out. But for them, for those that are weary, the answer lies at the bottom of a glass. There's a little bar tucked away in the back called Valhalla. That's V-A-1-1, then Hala. In your car- and it's uh, what it is, it's a visual novel where you star as a bartender named Jill and you serve all sorts of clients, police officers, cyborgs, robots, uh, half-human, half-cat creatures, former soldiers, really smart people, even human brains and talking dogs. So, uh, and as a, as a game, the, what it is, it's a visual novel. You get to talk to these individuals. You get to um, uh, actually got, kind of figure out their stories, things like that. And serve them drinks. You can get them totally shit-faced if you want. Get them really drunk. They have different reactions. That affects the outcome of the story. Or you could, uh, you know, serve them the drink that they want or serve them something else. So this is a highlight because the game was made mainly from people who enjoyed and grew up on an age of video games. Uh, this is it's, uh, The visuals presentation has a style very reminiscent of the early 1990s adventure video games from, from Japan, namely Snatcher, uh, Police Knots, uh, there's a Blade Runner PC game at the time as well, and uh, it's a really wonderful game. The stories are great. Uh, you, like I said, you talk to everybody, news anchors, as well as, you know, uh, law enforcement officers that are, like, you know, serving with futuristic weaponry and stuff like that, and also um, former soldiers, uh, hackers, things of that sort, and they all have their own convictions and their own um, meanings to why they're in the city that's currently dystopic and suffering. So, but it's it's very positive. It's not. It doesn't sound as bleak as I'm making it sound. Um, okay. It's, the it's next really, game. Yeah, <laughs> it's really good. Fourteen ninety nine on PS Vita and Steam. So feel free to check it out. Next one is Tachyon. Okay. Project. Next game. 
Twin Robots by Retalica Games, <laughs> Sonic Forces, Laser Disco Defenders, and oh, Nebulous. I'm so sorry. No, Sonic Forces really isn't bad. I- I'm telling sure. you right now, it's not. Uh, sure. No. Yeah. Yeah. Let's wait. Ho- hold on. I thought that was all one you game. You need to. You need so to put. Like, you need to put Sonic commas in your talking. And like laser okay. defenders <laughs> is all one game. I was like, how? How fucking far has Sonic dropped that we're now talking about? Like he's part of like the Village People YMCA like laser disco shows. Like what is what's going? Sorry, you just had me really confused there. Tachyon Project, which is a uh, twin-stick shooter where you're actually artificial intelligence hacking into a computer server, but you shoot everything. Sonic Forces, which doesn't really need to be explained, but I can tell you right now it's not a bad game. Uh, it's quite fun, actually. There's a lot of platforming. The visuals that look great. Look great. The uh, music's really good. And uh, there's a lot of uh, interesting is it Is it fun for a Sonic game, or is it just a fun game? Um, I'd have to say both. I mean, I'm thinking about... When I think about this game, I think about Sonic Boom and how... That nearly killed the hedgehog, and I try. And obviously, I'm putting the bottom of the barrel next to this game, and I can say that it's nowhere near the bottom of the barrel because some people are saying it's bad or whatever. But it's it's that it's good. It could have been more. There could have been more levels, more variations. But for what I'm doing right now, I'm on level 15. It's good. I mean, granted, I would have had longer levels because each level can finish in like maybe three or four minutes. But at the same time, it's re- really impressive what they were able to do. And also, the avatar system is pretty neat. I mean, all your, you make your character, and then your character stars in the cutscene. So, uh, there's that too. I'm sure there's more surprises and, 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 uh, in store. In my opinion, in my opinion, Sonic, it, it, I think it's a tragedy that we get Sonic games still, and we don't can't get Mega Man games. I fully oh, of course, agree with yeah. you on so many levels. So I wanna I wanna make an observation here, and I wanna see if you all agree. I feel like Roberto plays more games a week, like number of games, than breasts that I take during a week. Because it seems like every time he does what he's been playing, there's like different games, which is great. Thank you, Roberto, because we get to, like, generally, the great thing about Roberto being on here is, like, he generally plays games that Tricky or Steven or I don't play. Right. But it seems like there's, like, a rush of games, and it's like, oh my god, is this, like... Is this an encyclopedia reading, or is like this just a list of games he's been playing? Yeah, I mean, if you look at my trophy list, it, the all that stuff's <laughs> recently been synchronized. Like, I mean, granted, some of the games are a little older, like Laser Disco Defenders. That's a roguelike where you you go through fourteen levels, and each time you die, you know the the whole layout changes. So your objective is you're a disco defender. So you're hip, smooth, play Shakespeare. You go in these caves, you shoot lasers, but the lasers bounce off of each other inside the wall. So it's basically like Japanese bullet hell, but you create it. You have to shoot the enemy, but if you miss, the lasers just bounce off the wall and they can hit you. So um, it's still very tough. Um, the trophy I got for that was murder on the dance floor, kill 1,978 enemies. And despite that, I have not completed the game. That's how hard it is. Um, so think of um, think of a Nuclear Throne, but with Disco. And then, of course, you got, like, even, like, random games like Nebulous, which is a puzzle space game, and you have to guide this astronaut through black holes, and it's actually kind of cool the guy, like, insults you and, and, and calls you names and stuff when you mess up, so, um, yeah, so it's it's neat, because you always, you never know what you're going to find. Even the PS blog revealed that there's three big games coming out on Tuesday, such as Battlestar Galactica Deadlocked, which is a tactical art, uh, space RTS, this Boiling Point, which is a side-scrolling 2.5D spaceship schmop, which looks crazy. I was going to write about that. 
And then also, um, what else here? Uh, <laughs> but you're not playing that. No, no, well, no. <laughs> this is what, what, this is what you're saying, playing. Yeah, this is what we're playing. Yeah. Are, have you played that game? Did you not play yet. that game? Not yet. Okay. All right. All very right. good, okay. Roberto. Just, okay. uh, Steve's going to go now. In the interest of time, <laughs> in the interest of time, we're going to move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we Matt, know what you're playing. What, what are you playing, Matt? <laughs> Uh, so on Black Friday, uh, I was I uh, picked up. Uh, oh, here three. we go! More exposition. <laughs> Listen, oh. I picked up the three Wolfenstein games. Uh, I'm sad that I didn't pick them up a way long time ago because they are absolutely fantastic, and I've been ripping through those. And then uh, I don't know. I went back to my old standard. I've been playing some Overwatch. That's All right, it. Steven. the end. The end. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm playing Horizon and, and Mario. Uh, odyssey that's all i've been well and destiny 2 but destiny 2 is more of a i have a half an hour so i'll just do a couple of missions but yeah i'm still working my way through horizon really digging it um i can't wait for game of the year discussions because it's going to get real interesting yeah i would like to be there for that well we're, we're kind of going to do that this uh this episode alex oh, you sweet. so i've actually i mean i haven't been on in a few weeks like three episodes so i've got quite a bit to talk about uh well let, let's keep it to like uh, one one hundredth of what Roberto does. <laughs> All right. Well, I have an hour. Okay. Well. That's oh gosh. Yeah. Remember, yeah. no no commas. <laughs> you know Roberto, what? We Roberto you. brings good discussion to the show, so leave Roberto alone. Uh, I'm, I'm leaving Roberto alone. I'm just picking on him a little bit. That's all. It's all good. All right. Well, so I finished. Last we left off, I had finished Hellblade: Sinuous Sacrifice, and I had gotten the platinum in that. And then I went back and played some Resogun and got and finished the the Heroes DLC expansion. So I got 100% in that. And that's that that's game. no easy task right there cuz really everything in Resogun's not too easy. So it's a pretty stout platinum and all the DLCs are actually really challenging. So uh, I went on to play uh, I don't know if you guys had any picked this up or downloaded it. Hugh, it was free in October, I believe. I haven't just never played it. Yeah, uh, it's a really cool like puzzle platformer. Basically, what you do is like you use color to manipulate the world. So you have to solve puzzles, environmental puzzles, and like say like there's a like you have to get to from one door to another, and there's a yellow block in your way. Well, you just turn the environment yellow, and then the block disappears because it blends in, and you walk past to get to the door. So basically, you manipulate the world and solve puzzles through like changing the color of the world, the background essentially. So. That's actually a really cool game. The puzzles get more challenging as you go on, but it's still to the point where it makes you think, but it's not like frustratingly difficult. So there's a good balance of like fun and challenge there. So Hugh's really awesome. I got 100% in that. And I'm trying to think of what else I played. I played a little bit of Overcooked. Uh, I've gotten to the point where I need a little bit of help. I'll play, I'll play that with you. it's to have two players than... Yeah, but it's, it's, it's locally online. It's not... It's local, right? Well, it's Couch Call. Well, you can do share play. Oh. Okay. All right, we can do that. But yeah, I've, that game's fun. It's just it gets to a point where, like, it's not balanced really well to where you playing as a single person is e- as easy or like as challenging as playing with two people. You have to have two people pretty much to get once you get to a certain point. So it feels like the game is kind of unbalanced. Like I feel like it should be as e- as challenging for one person as it is for two people. Maybe I'm wrong about that. But I just feel like it's not as fun without two people. And when you don't have someone to play couch co-op with you, that's kind of a detriment. Uh, I love the fact they put couch co-op on there. But at the same time, like if I get to a certain point where I'm stuck because I'm only one person, that kind of sucks. Uh, but after I finished Hugh, I went on to Uncharted The Lost Legacy. I bought it for the Black Friday sale where it was $20 off. I'm only did at you, chapter uh, four or five. Did you, 
I like it so far. Did I you play Uncharted Four yet? No. Then stop playing Lost Legacy. Then shut up. I'm gonna keep playing Lost Legacy. <laughs> I, I, you, I, I, I'm personal preference. You could potentially spoil something for yourself if you play Lost okay, Legacy before well, Uncharted not, Four. I don't have the money to go buy Uncharted Four, so like I have this game to play right now, The Lost Legacy. So I'm not gonna stop playing that. Uncharted Four is like twenty bucks at most. Okay, well, I just bought myself a Keurig and a bunch of other shit for Cyber Monday, so, like, I don't want to go spend money. Fair It's enough. not 20 bucks. It yes, was. It is. Yeah, it yeah, is, it yeah, is 20 totally bucks is. now. At GameStop, you it's get It's super bucks. cheap. Yeah. Really? You're going to make me go play No, I'm not, I'm not going to make you. I, I understand, man. Legacy? I just bought a bunch of Christmas presents for uh, my 10-year-old. And I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, okay... I guess knowing what I know from Uncharted 4 when I played The Lost Legacy, there were spoilers. You will go into it oblivious that you're that you're spoiling Uncharted 4. But once you do play Uncharted 4, once you get to that point, you're going to go, oh, shit, that happened in The Lost Legacy. Yeah, but th- if that happens, like if I get to the point in Uncharted and I don't see it coming, is there really a spoiler you, No, there? you will see it coming a mile away then. If you if you play the Lost Legacy, you will see a spoiler in Uncharted coming a mile away. Okay, well, I've been playing the Lost Legacy, and I like it so far. So far, like in the last in the early few chapters, it's kind of like hand holding. It's more exploration and platforming than anything else. I finally gotten into some of the gun gunplay and combat in the the third and fourth chapters, kind of where they do the, like the open world stuff where you can explore a little bit. And I'm gonna be honest, I. Uh, as far as Uncharted goes, I prefer like the single player, like very linear storyline of the like the progression of the previous Uncharted. This, I you know, Uncharted's one game where I kind of I'm so used to that that style that I don't really like to explore in Uncharted. I'm gonna say it right now. Uh, maybe I need some more time with it, but I kind of like it where it's more narrow focused. So, all right. Tricky oh, is telling me the lag is real for the yeah. listeners. Uh, whoever edits this show is gonna have to like piece it together because it's a lot of times we're talking over each other and uh it, it's it's getting bad oh here we go you know what else is real yes the love for uncharted and naughty dog uh because i am excited to play more of the lost legacy uh to play more as chloe and uh yeah because naughty dog does fantastic stories and i have no doubt that this will be the same and the graphics are kind of insane on this because like the the pores and the pock marks on like Chloe's hand when you do a close up on her phone to look at pictures are kind of nuts. Like the textures on that, it's like wow, they defined all that extremely well to a point where I don't think they needed to. When you when so, you when you, uh, when you play that in uh, Dog for just making awesome shit. When you play that on a PlayStation Four Pro with a four K television, <laughs> that shit's insane. How how detailed that is. <laughs> okay, well, if I'm not going to go spend 20 bucks on Uncharted 4 right now, I'm not a going million. to go spend a million dollars. Okay, give or take a few. A million dollars on a 4K TV and a PS4 Pro. I, I guess I should say, what, $1,500 then? I, don't tell the goddess, but I just a bought a 75-inch 4K television. Okay, time out. Hold on. When was your last 4K television purchase? Because you had one before this. Um... Two years ago? No way. It was before. The, it was. It's been since then. It's been more recent. No, I I bought the TV that I have now. Uh, the one I actually you guys can see in my camera. I know that for the listeners. Uh, I bought that TV. Uh, 
tax time two years ago. It's a lot of upgrading. Actually, actually, yeah, Lord, actually, actually, I think it might have been three years ago. <laughs> because um, you you are the worst example of a technophile. The person that has to buy the new shit all the well, time. Well, no, well, listen, I I'm replacing that TV because when I moved, if you guys remember, the movers uh, scratched the TV. And it's not really noticeable until I watch a Rangers game, and then when there's a white background, which obviously the ice is white, you can see it clear as day, and it drives me crazy. No. Listen, I can... Wait, wait. I can attest to this, because uh, I'm not going to lie to you. This is weird. A bug, like a tiny little mosquito, died behind the screen of my TV, and you can almost never see it. But the the time you can see it is when there's a white background. Until a white background. Also, I don't know how a bug got in my TV, but but it's dead and it's there and it's not going away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, the uh, I I had to unlock my phone three times because I thought that was going to be done. The games that I'm playing is I just finished Assassin's Creed Origins story. Uh, I stayed up last night until about three o'clock in the morning and finished that. Uh, I love the game, uh, Alex. I think you're actually going to love it. I don't think, I don't think you're gonna get the platinum in it because it, it's some of the trophies are fucking insane to get. Uh, you have to complete every single location, and they're all over the map. And it's like you, you you're not gonna want to go, you know, in in the game a thousand yards away just to pick up one <laughs> uh, treasure, and then travel. See, that's the that's the whole aspect of the trophy hunting. Yes, I, I will. Because I, I want that uh, treasure. I, want I all just the want to play the game. I want to beat the game. I want to play the next game. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I'm, oh, it's. I'm it's, sorry that it's, that's it's, in you. It is fucking miserable. I'll tell you that trophies are miserable. They're a blight upon society. My my new platinum is uh, Angie Cycle on the Vita. I got that in 15 minutes. Uh, I got Injustice 2 off off the Black Friday sale off the PSN, and uh, that's it. That's all I've been playing all week. So let's move on and we'll uh, get into our news. Uh, our first bit of news is the PlayStation Plus games for December have been announced. Uh, for the PlayStation 4, we're going to be getting Darksiders 2, Death Definitive Edition, Kung Fu Panda Showdown of the Legacy, uh, Legendary Legends. Uh, for the PS3, we're going <laughs> to get... Uh, <laughs> Steven's favorite games, the <laughs> Siberia Collection. I hope it dies in a fire. <laughs> X-Blaze Lost Memories. Uh, for the Vita, which is also going to be crossed by with the PS4, Former.8. And also for the Vita, we're going to get Wanted Core. Uh, also, it is worth noting that Until Dawn, Russia Blood for the VR is going to be available until J- January 2nd in the United States, Canada, and Latin America. It's a pretty nice lineup. Uh, not a, yeah, the only thing, I mean, the only thing that, uh, I would have been interested in is Darksiders 2, but I already bought that. Yeah, so. I, that's one I, that's one I, Pretty uh, much. I bought way back when I had a 360, I know, but, uh, I never finished it, and uh, I'd love to give that a go, and then, uh, Forma 8, uh, I've had my eye on that for a while, it released on the Switch a little while ago, and it looks awesome. Just stay away from Sight <laughs> right, anyway. I'll play it. Yeah, well, don't worry. <laughs> I mean, as for- <laughs> uh, the next, the next bit of news we have is Epic. 
Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, no, because uh, the Vita games, for anyone out there, um, I, I've played those two, especially Forma 8. Uh, Forma 8 comes from some really cool guys, mixed back games. They made Futuridium and also Wheels of Aurelia. They're on the PS4. Futuridium is like a Star Fox rail shooter. Or Wheels of Aurelia is like a cool interactive visual novel that takes place in 1970s Italy. Um, so uh, consider supporting those guys. Forma 8 is like a Metroidvania, but with a space Yeah, it looks, so it looks awesome. Consider that. I'm super amped Yeah, play. and then Wanted Core is pretty cool. Twin stick shooter, you know, for the Vita. Not bad, you know, pretty good. Um, I played it in November and uh, have fun with it. So, yeah, okay, that's it. You can continue. All right, the next bit of news is Epic. The Epic Games, the studio behind Fortnite, is suing uh, the some cheaters in that cheated in Fortnite, and they have been uh, responded by one of the uh, people that they're suing's mother. Uh, this article is coming from IGN. Uh, it says, after Epic Games sued two Fortnite players for cheating, it has been revealed that one of the accused cheaters is a minor who's 14 years old. The mother of the teenager sent a letter to the court, <coughs> which you can read on Kotaku, that pushes back against Epic's case against her child. She notes that for minors, Fortnite, Fortnite's terms require parental consent, which she never provided. Instead of going to the, after the websites providing the software to cheat, the mother claims that targeting individual players, the publisher is, quote, using a 14-year-old child as a scapegoat, end quote. She also claims that her son did not help create the software for cheating, as Epic alleges, but instead just downloaded it as a user. Epic has provided the following statement to Kotaku regarding its decision to take the cheaters to court. Quote, this particular lawsuit rose as a result of the defendant filing a DMCA counterclaim to take that... To, to a takedown notice on a YouTube video that exposed and promoted Fortnite Battle Royale cheats and exploits. Under these circumstances, the law requires that we file suit or drop the claim. Epic is not okay with ongoing cheating or copyright infringement from anyone of any age. As stated previously, we will take cheating seriously and pursue all available options to make sure our games are fun, fair, and competitive for all players. I think End this is quote. ridiculous. Well, go ahead. Take the floor. Uh... I mean, I understand that this was probably uh, sent out, like, in a mass ban, uh, like, all across uh, the whole user base of the game. Uh, but, like, Epic says that uh, the case is based on loss of profits, but it's a free-to-play game, uh, and so all profits are going to be purchased profits. So those kind of games always look for, like, the whale users, you know, who are going to spend all that money, and I don't think... A 14-year-old is going to be the person to do that. He's 14. He probably knew exactly what he was doing. But I totally agree that, like, maybe he's being used as some kind of a scapegoat, like a public scapegoat. I, I just think the whole thing's ridiculous. Like, let the kid go. He's 14. Okay, well, uh, two things I want to say to you. And, uh, like, I, I, I know what I'm going to say is about to nitpick. One, you, you said Fortnite's a free-to-play game. As of right now, it's not a free-to-play game because you have to buy a founder's pack in order to play it currently. We all know that it will go free to play, but right now you do have to pay to play it. The second thing is... Are we, wait. This, are we talking about the multiplayer? Or are you talking about... Are they talking about the... Not the multiplayer, the Battle Royale? Or are they talking about the oh, like, you know what? I take back. Defense I thing. take back my previous statement. You're absolutely right. It, it does say Battle Royale. So I take back that. I, I'm wrong on that. The second thing is... This is saying that... The 14-year-old did a video on YouTube showing the cheating. Epic wanted that video down, and as per 
uh, part of their claim of taking down the video, they had to file a lawsuit. Now, their options were take down the, the video and file the lawsuit or leave the video and not follow the lawsuit. I mean, it, it's, it's kind of a, a rock and a hard place because... Okay, I understand why they yeah. want the video down. I'm fine with that, but there should no be like no be con- like there shouldn't be a connected thing where they have to file a lawsuit too. Kids 14 don't file like it's absurd to take legal action over a video game against a 14 year old. So if that's an issue with like YouTube, someone needs to fix that because if you want something down like that, they should just like you should be able to state your case to YouTube and they should be able to like. Surely there are enough people that are working for YouTube where someone can make a judgment call and take it down and explain why to the user without having to go through the court system. That's a dumb, dumb thing to have to go through our court system, which already has plenty of dumb things going through it. Yeah, I, I like to uh, kind of add to that point. I remember, yeah, I remember when I was like, yeah, I don't know, 13 or 14. This is going way back when Napster was a thing. Uh a new corn album. I don't know if anybody even knows them anymore, but uh, so like a new corn album was coming out, and I downloaded the whole thing pre-release, and like I don't know, four or five days after it was on my computer, this blew my mind. It stopped me from downloading stuff for a long time. Uh, somebody called my house and was like, "Hey, we know you downloaded this thing, and it's on your computer. You need to delete it now." They didn't sue me or anything like that. So I think like the case should have been. Not the case, like, not the legal case, but, like, what they should have done is maybe messaged him on YouTube, which you can do, or leave a comment, or anything. They did. To contact they, this person. They did. He said no. They did message him. <laughs> All right. They said remove it, and he said no, fuck you. <laughs> All right. All right. So now, now I'm starting to lean completely the other way. Uh, but I don't know. I think I still think taking legal action against a 14-year-old is a little bit much, like... Like Alex was saying, maybe talk to YouTube and be like, hey, guys, can we just get rid of this video or, or something? There's enough banning on YouTube based on music choices. Complete nonsense. Like this down. Yeah. But the, the weird thing about YouTube is that you can then have really creepy cartoons where Spider-Man makes out with uh, Elsa and that gets monetized. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally right. okay. Yeah, no, right. It's yeah, YouTube's yeah. whole content policy yeah. is super weird. I don't even want to. That's a whole other discussion. Well, I I, I want to say something about YouTube's copyright policy. Uh, every week when we upload the show, it automatically goes to iHeartRadio. Then iHeartRadio then sends a audio version of our show to YouTube. Every week we get hit with a copyright mark for the the songs that we have. Uh, post and pre-show the funny thing is is the part that triggers the copyright is at the end and is it some bit of music or something yeah it's a bit of music but the the funny thing is is that like i don't know if you guys ever had a copyright strike on uh youtube but there's an option to say uh click here to find the the piece that you have to remove or not monetize your video it, it, there's a section of, of the of the video, and then directly after that is where we have our announcement saying uh, the song has been used by permission from uh, the band Venus and 12 Stone Records, blah, 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 blah. So every week I have to go in after the email and dispute the claim. And then 
it, it was getting approved every week, and then like the last two weeks, it didn't get approved. And when I contacted YouTube, they said that the reason it's being denied now is because there's no disclaimer stating that we can <laughs> use it. And I said, did you listen to two seconds after the copyright thing? They're like, uh, no. I'm like, it's literally two seconds later where it says, oh, this was used with permission. Yeah, I don't know. Who I, I right. doubt they'll ever clean up their act, um, but we can always hope. Right? Yeah. So like, but like you know, just kind of piggybacking. Yeah, like I, I think it's a little harsh for it just to go after a fourteen-year-old kid for something like this, especially if it's it sounds like you know it's something that any fourteen-year-old kid would have done. You know, just download something, thinking, oh, I can cheat, and then just have fun with it. You know, it's not like that. You know, being that age and everything like that. You know, like he was, he created the program himself or anything like that. So. I think Epic's just being a little bit too harsh. I mean, I I think that's why they're going after him. It's not because he actually cheated; is because he was promoting the cheat. And then when they asked him to say to take it down, he said no. I guess, like on the other side of the coin, I could totally say like, "All right, this fourteen-year-old kid needs to probably be taught a lesson." So let's throw let's throw a lawsuit at him. But not be serious about it on our side, but like throw it at him anyway, and make him realize that maybe this path that he's heading down or whatever might not be the best idea. Right. I, I don't know that I could I could probably see that side of it. All right. Well, we're gonna go down another path where we move on and talk about the path that Assassin's Creed Origins is going down. Uh, they will be having a, a as. Uh, the article says a meaty update for December that will add new modes, enemy scaling, and more. Ubisoft announced Assassin's Creed Origins will receive an update in December adding a horde mode, an increased difficulty setting, enemy scaling, and a few new quests for the open world RPG. A new event will be added to pitting players against endless waves of enemies in the arena. The quest uh, titled Here Comes a New Challenger is recommended for players level 32 or higher. The update will also introduce another new quest, which Ubisoft is leaving as a surprise, but may involve a mount with feathers. Nightmare mode will become available after the update, which will increase the difficulty of the game, making enemies more resilient and dangerous. Added by popular quests, Ubisoft has also added enemy scaling, when this option is enabled, low-level enemies across Egypt will have their levels increased to match wow, the players. Intense. Sounds like a pretty cool free update. The uh, the in-game store will also receive updates. Uh, Gladiator Items Pack will be coming December 12th, and Wacky Items Pack on December 26th. Uh, Nightmare and First Civ Pack items will also be available in the Hecka chest. I'm pretty interested to see what's in the Wacky Items Pack in Assassin's Creed Origins. All, all I'm going to say is I finished that game last night, and I was fine with the game until the end, story-wise. You know, it's weird because, like, I really loved the first two and then Black Flag, but I just, like, haven't been able to get through any of them, and this is the first one in a long time that's, like, piqued my interest. This this one just is, because definitely, it looks, uh, it, this is definitely the it, one to go back to. Yeah, it looks uh, it looks really cool. The combat looks way different, uh, which is what really does it for me. Because one of the things that killed it for me was like the first two Assassin's Creed games. Like the combat was new, and so it was cool. But then after a while, it started to become like floaty, and the enemies became like spongy. Yeah, and I hated that. And uh, this looks more has like uh, a lot of the combat has a lot more weight to it, uh, which I love. So I might I might dive back in, especially considering I might get a wacky items pack on december 26th uh 
Speaking of wacky things, uh, Capcom is apparently remembered they uh, they yeah. own Mega Band. Yeah, wow. Finally. <laughs> uh, Capcom is teasing a special Mega Man 30th anniversary live stream next week. Uh, Capcom sent IGN a special card uh, on... It says, check out our small video, our short video on Twitter below. Announcing the stream, the company is hosting on its Twitch channel on December 4th, which is tomorrow as of this recording. So if you guys have not seen it, go check their Twitch page. The stream will run for an hour from 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and 12 p.m. Pacific Time, uh, which I don't know why I'm telling you this because you're not going to be able to watch it live, but I'm telling the, my co-host. Uh, the, the, card, the, the card says, celebrate the Blue Bombers big 30th with us. Watch live on December 4th. You won't want to miss it. Uh, Capcom did not provide any other hints or details of what the stream might announce. Uh, you guys want to do some quick speculation to what's it's going to be announced? I'll tell you what, if this is another <laughs> Legacy Collection, I'm going to go to Capcom and I'm going to stab somebody. You, you think possibly this would be Mega Man 11 or Return to Mega Man X? That would be pretty badass. It- no, 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 no. Do you know what the next Mega Man Legacy Collection would be? It would be Mega Man X, Mega Man X2, Mega Man X3. Listen, listen. That's what we need. I know, and I love those games. I really do. I grew up... It doesn't sound like you do. No, I do. But I want a new Mega Man... Like, you know how they've remade Mega Man 9 and 10? I want a new Mega Man... I want a new Mega Man in the X series. I want that. I want that more than anything. Or I just want did a you, new Mega did Man. Did you play any of the Mega Man X games past I did, but, Mega did, Man X4? but did you play Mega Man 7 and 8? So do you, want, do you want Mega Man 11 or do you want Mega Man another Mega Man X game? X, he wants X9. Wait, wait, they they got to X8? You know, it'd be, it'd be great if they got to Mega Man like X10. It's like, uh, so is that like yeah. XX? Mega Man XX? I, I got it. I, I got it. My my uh my prediction yes. or not a really 10, prediction 10. but my wish, Mega Man Legends. They canceled that like ten years ago. That they've been working on it. They've been uh, Square Enixing the hell out of it. There's no way, dude. There's no way they're gonna bring that back. <laughs> I... Yeah. Oh, that's that's. Now that's that would be idea. really cool. You know what I Holy think? Shit. You know what I think they're gonna do? All right, my actual prediction. Uh. A Mega Man Maker. Yeah, there was. Yep. Because I feel like I heard rumors of that online a while ago, like a, a fan made one, and Capcom pulled it because they do that. And uh, I would love for them to have said, like, hey, we're pulling this, but we're pulling this because this is a great idea, uh, and we're going to do that. No, no, what we truly need is. We, we need a, uh, they can do the Mega Man Maker and all that, but what we need are, like, reasonably priced versions of Mega Man X2 and Mega Man X3, because those shits are so fucking hard to find, and, like, at a good price, because you'll pay out your ass on eBay, and God knows the SNES Classic is going to help with that since they're not on there. Final Fantasy XV is going to introduce character swapping, and uh, Episode Arden is coming. Uh, December update for Final Fantasy XV will include character swapping. Uh, I just read. I just said that, literally. Uh, according to the latest Active Time report, players will now be able to switch between Noctis, Gladio, Ignis, and Prompto in battle, and each of them will control as they do in their respective DLC packs. Next year, 
excuse me. Next year will also feature the release of at least three DLC episodes. One of them will focus on Arden, uh, which was the antagonist in 15. As for the focus of the other DLC packs, Square Enix is saving details revealed at a later date. So if you are a Final Fantasy 15 fan, you have more DLC coming. Uh, anybody here a De- Demon Souls fan? I was. Well, got sad news for you. Yeah, I know. Sony is shutting down the online service in February 2018. Uh, now, what I will say, I mean, because there's really no reason to read the article because that's basically what it is. Uh, but basically what this means for anybody is that uh, Demon Souls, which was not an online game, but had an online feature where if somebody died, they could leave you a note. You can see the blood stain, whatnot. You can still play the game to completion. Yep. Uh, that's not going to change. But you will no longer be able to see the notes left by other players or the bloodstains or anything like that. Did any of you ever also... play Demon Souls? Yep. Uh, I no. did. It is. It, it. I mean, like, they. it is a... Look, Dark Souls and all that are super hard. Demon Souls had this, like... It was, like, the super brutal version of any of the Dark Souls or Bloodborne stuff. Like, it was the most trial and error game I've ever played in my life. Now, Demon Souls, that was the one that... Sony owned, and that's why they moved to Dark Souls, correct? Yes. Or do I have yes. flopped? Yeah, they they own the rights to okay. to it, and then they they but they didn't buy the studio. They should have bought the studio, dude. No, it's so stupid. Yeah. Um. Really so should. one of the cool things about this game, and specifically the online component, was that people very very early on decided to leave hints that immediately killed you. We're Misleading. Yeah, they were completely yeah. misleading. So it was just you're playing a game and, you know, it says, oh, you know, go this way, drop down. And you go drop down and you fall into a pit of spike, you know, pit of spikes or something like that. So it was, it was a lot of fun. That that, that game, people were trolling That you. game was a lot yeah. of fun. It, it, was really, it was really weird because, like, you'd be playing the game and the game would be kicking your ass. And then, like, you stroll into this area where there's a clue and you'd hope it help you. And then, like he said, like <laughs> you're like, oh, this way, yeah, this guy will definitely help me. And then by the by the time you're done with the game, you just like have no faith left in anything that's on the ground at all. <laughs> no, no faith in humanity. Yeah, no, it's well, all gone. Um, I mean, I never played, but I I, res- I respect the what that game was able to do. That came out in 2009, at a time where Killzone 2 had just come out, Uncharted 2 Among Thieves had come out, and I just remember hearing about this game. And seeing what it was able to do, and I thought, "Wow, that's pretty cool. It's brutal. It's hard. It's dark as hell, but that's also really, really neat what it was able to do." So, you know, it definitely has written itself into history. Yeah, super cool. All right, so at this time, we're gonna go to Sid for this week's Sophie's Trophy. Hi, Sid. Hey guys, how you all doing? Uh, welcome back and to Sophie's Trophies episode nineteen. Um, I am Sid, as always, and hope you're well. Um, this week, I'm going to start off by saying a big thank you to uh, Dupes25 on the PSN. He sent me a message uh, a couple of weeks back. Um, I will read this message out. Um, I asked his permission to mention him on the show. He said that was fine. Um, he said I could use his real name if I wished, but, you know, in the interest of uh, being nice, I will just use his PSN name. Um, He put, hey man, just want to say, love Sophie's trophies, good addition to the whores, keep up the good work. 
Um, I had a, a quick conversation with him just to thank him for that because it's always good to know that people enjoy what you do. Um, he's been a long time listener since the beginning, so you know, thank him for his support and uh, thank you for that help, my friend. Um, and also, he has said for the uh, Road to Platinum, Assassin's Creed Origins would be a good game. Um, I tend to agree with him. I've looked at the trophy list. Unfortunately, I don't own that game yet. But there are a few contenders uh, for Road to Platinum, which I will pick up after Christmas. Uh, contenders at the moment are Resident Evil 7, which uh, my friend Dave at work has suggested. And also Neo which I bought recently, and uh, maybe The Witcher 3, but I have a feeling that would take me forever, um, because I can't really concentrate on a game completely, because inside inside uh, thing here, I need to buy new games, so I've got something to talk about for you guys. Um, so, games like that do tend to take a lot longer, because I uh, play little games in between. Um, so, yeah, but anyway, that's uh, my thing. So, thank you to uh, Dupes25, I really appreciate that, um, and I know the guys appreciate you listening. Um, right, on to this week's uh, trophy. The game I have picked for this week is another little indie game. It is called Typo Man Revised. Um, now... The Platinum on this is ultra rare, uh, it's just titled Platinum. Um, the game is a puzzle platformer, um, and you use letters uh, to make words. Um, the easiest example I can give is if you have a lever and there is an N next to it, somewhere around the area it will be an, an O. If you push the O towards the N, it will come together to make the word on. So, things like that. Um, or even if there's a, a lift, uh, you know, there'll be a P, you know, somewhere there'll be a U, find the U, put it next to the P, it will say up, and the lift will go up. Um, Trophy-wise, there's nothing too difficult apart from one, um, and that is called Typo Man, and that is don't die more than five times in the game. Uh, an ultra rare, 3.1%. The game itself um, is not a very long game. You could probably get through it in an hour, hour and a half. Um, there is also a thing called a word, word scrambler, um, which helps you pick words out of letters in the environment. Um, you press triangle to use that. Um, you have to get through the game without using it which means picking up the letters yourself, carrying them to where they need to be. Again, that one, it's called Letter Juggle, and it's an ultra-rare at 4.0%. Um, once you've done the uh, game, there are um, mini-games that you can unlock, um, and there is one mini-game where you have to create 165 words, um, apparently this is quite glitchy because it can crash, uh, so it could take you a while. Um, unfortunately I haven't played that game yet, but uh, I will do. I will play through this game at some point. Um, there is only four episodes, 
I think. No, I tell a lie. There are three chapters uh, and there is a prologue. Um, the prologue is really quite short. Um, so let's have a look and see some more trophies on this one, guys. Um, hypocrite. Craft an evil word in the final boss fight. 10% uh, very rare. So I think gold trophy for that one. Um, pretty self-explanatory. You know, you could probably craft a nice word to attack him. Or just craft an evil word. So anything nasty, mean, something like that. Um, don't shoot me, craft a target for the shoot machine. So I'm guessing that means craft the word target. Um, there's one here that says what fire? That's a 7.1% very rare. Escape the fire while being poisoned. Um, I have read up on this one. Um, it seems to be quite tricky, but it seems doable. You get poisoned in a certain area and you have to run from fire whilst you are poisoned. Um, versatile. Solve puzzles with other words than those you have used before. So basically, use different words. Um, craft 300 words, which is writer. Eloquence, which is craft 100 words. So that's a bit easier. There is a big jump to that one. Um, the craft 100 words is a 27.2% rare trophy. And the writer is a 7.8% very rare trophy. So uh, big jump in difference there. Um, yeah, so the game, it, it, it's a nice looking game. Um, the guy you play as is made up of the word hero. Um, the R is his arm. His legs are the H, his body is the E, and the uh, head is the O. Um, not really too much to say about it. It seems to be a very clever game. Um, I don't think it'll be too hard to get the platinum on it. Um, you've just got to sit there for a few hours and knock the words out. Um, so, yeah, that's it for this this week, guys. Um, thank you for listening to me prattle on again. Um, I do appreciate it, and I do appreciate the fact that people enjoy what I do and what I say. Um, once again, big thanks to Dupes25. Uh, good to hear from you, buddy. And if there's anything you want covered, please let me know. Um, so, with that being done, let's uh, get on to it. Um, Sid at Proven Gamer, that is the email. Sidders1978, that is my PSN, at Sidney is my Twitter, and uh, then there's the Trophy Horse Facebook group. So, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, take care, and talk to you soon, and keep getting those trophies. Bye. And we're back. Thank you, Sid, for another uh, episode of Sophie's Trophy. All right, so we have... We have a topic of the week, but then we also have our predictions. So we're going to go into our topic of the week first. Um, there was an article written on everyone's favorite website, uh, Polygon. You can sense my enthusiasm here. Uh, this says, games with gold and PlayStation Plus free games, uh, they're inevitably going to stop coming. Uh, the article is pretty beefy, so I'm not going to read it all. Uh, thanks to the pleasure of Alex there. But basically it's saying that the service is going to come to an end because things like PlayStation Plus with the uh, PlayStation 3 uh, games, uh, eventually it's not going to be worth... Eventually it's not going to be worth giving out a PlayStation 3 game because uh, nobody's playing PS3 anymore. And it goes into that. 
And I don't know if you guys had a chance to read the article itself, but what do you ultimately guys think about these services coming to an end? Like, are you okay with it? Or, you know, do you wish they'd go on? You know, just general feeling of the, the two services. Um, I think I, I, I always liked games with gold and PlayStation Plus. I think it's a cool idea that you're getting extra value out of paying for online service because sometimes that payment can kind of feel like thievery. You know what I mean? Like, oh, to play part of this game that I just paid $60 for, I also have to pay $60 a year to play it online. So it's kind of a nice addition. I don't know. I, I didn't get a chance to read the article, but I'd be surprised if uh, it wasn't generation by generation. So, like, yeah, I could see PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 getting rid of theirs because it doesn't really make any yep. sense. Uh, their libraries are running out, but I don't think it will happen with, like... I, I think the current generations of console will still get it, but the well, like it'll phase out as, as time goes on. Well, the, the, I, I'm going to read three paragraphs right here just to give you the gist of what the article is going for. Uh, it says, quote, uh, there is no question that Xbox One customers were better served this year. Of the 74 games on PS Plus in 2017, six came from what I would consider ma- major publishers other than Sony itself, Atlas, Capcom, Konami, Square Enix, and Ubisoft. And Ubisoft's co- contribution was a carved-out DLC expansion to Black Flag. Xbox got 18 out of 48 uh, with uh, 2K, EA, Square Enix, and Ubisoft. Leaving aside the MSRP or the Metacritic score, this is what players are thinking when you hear you get free games each month. I don't want to be a brew to who only recognizes what's on sale at Walmart, and these services are worthy means of introducing players to some stuff that never may have been considered. Sony in particular has shown strong support for the indies, particularly though through the PS Vita and cross-buy support to the consoles. But I doubt anyone in the PlayStation's install base is rubbing their hands together for Not A Hero or Dish Jam or Kung Fu Panda Showdown Legendary Heroes. All of which are PlayStation 4 only titles, mind you. On the PS3 level, it's even more anonymous. Blood Knights, Monster Jam Battlegrounds, x Blaze Lost, Memories. Even there were some underappreciated indie gems, gems sprinkled in each month. The Metacritic averages for PlayStation Plus are decisively bad. 24 PS3 titles combined for a total of 66.1 Metacritic average in 2017's PlayStation Plus lineup. Xbox 360's 24 games averaged 75.8 on average were twice as old. Uh, so basically what they're saying is that the longer the service goes on, the lower quality games we're going to be able to get. Therefore, the services are basically going to run their course and not be worth it anymore. But they don't, they don't give the best games all the time. There's still so many games that they can, they can put on yeah, there. I, I mean... Especially so. Yeah, I mean they have the they have the Resistance trilogy that still have not gone on on PS Plus for for PS3. I mean they have a ton of games, but uh, I mean to my f- the fact that this is th- that Polygon even f- decided to write this thing, it's all speculation. There's no hard evidence. They're saying, oh look, the games yeah. are quality are going down, so that means that they're always going to go down. They're they're just it's the stupidest bit of clickbait article I've like. Honestly, it's stupid. Now, I think it's a decent topic to talk about. Where, whereas we're take watch, looking at it from a lens of what does PlayStation Plus's future hold? It holds getting rid of Vita titles because the Vita is effectively dead at this point. So that will that PS3. will go away. PS3 will go away, and they'll focus on PS4 and VR, and that's fine. That's great. People are, are going to get well, games, and that's well, it. it. Well, it's also worth noting that games for gold 
it you know started years after Plus was giving us free games. So Games for Gold has the ability to give Xbox players games that we previously got with Plus, where Plus can can't give us the same game again. So therefore, Games for Gold at this point could be you know well it it is given the better games, but what this article is leaving out is that we've already gotten those games a year or two ago with plus. So that, that's the, that's what they're saying is that plus has already given us all the quality games and now they're scraping the bottom of the barrel. But I think, uh, only, but, I, but I think you're only talking about one console there. I think you're really only talking about the PS3, like a PS4. The, we have such a future ahead of us with so many games that haven't come to plus. That right, but also, I mean, just look look at this month. This month, we're getting Kung Fu Panda Showdown of Legendary Legends. Yeah, no, I don't. Now, I, I think that PlayStation's definitely by far not been the best at giving away games. But then again, I got Rocket League for free, and I've probably put more hours into that than any other game that's come out in the past like five years. And and you could really, uh, arguably, say that if we didn't get Rocket League for free on PlayStation. They, Psyonix probably would not have the success they have now. Right. I agree with that fully. I mean, they blew up, you know. Uh, I just think, I, I agree with Steven. Like, I just think this article is, like, yeah. video game hipster trash. Like, it's just, it, <laughs> like, it's just them, they, they needed to write an article about something to stir up some controversy, and they couldn't find an actual controversy, so, so they, they had some janitor say something to one of the writers and this is what they came up with well just for the record uh, the article is on Pygon and is written by Owen S. Good uh, Alex you've been kind of quiet during all this what do you think? I've been kind of quiet because I have not been paying attention you know uh, here I am laying back and I'm playing Clayton <laughs> Vita and I'm still t- paying attention to everything going on That's shame on you uh, <laughs> I, I am right now fighting as Asuna in Sword Art Online to get some dragon thing, and even I know that he just talked about, to Owen, what's his name, from Polygon about a speculatory article with hipster involvement and all this other stuff. Like, R- if Roberto, I can do that, there's no reason. Roberto, I'm going to say this. When it comes to <laughs> Roberto, I'm going to say this. When it comes to the games you're playing, wow, you he's calling you out there, Alex. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> He's got that black market PlayStation Plus account. Alright. <laughs> Alright, so the real big tags in that one was a hipster trash bullshit article, and two of the people are playing video games currently, one definitely not paying attention. Good takeaways, guys. So, uh, okay, so I did read this article earlier, and my thing was, and Steven mentioned this in the chat, is like, okay. So the PlayStation 3 comes to an end. They've already started producing the PlayStation 3. Uh, support for the PlayStation 3 finally ends. Did, wasn't there like a news article about that within the past year? Have they, have they actually so. stopped making the PS3? Yes, yes, they did. Yep, yep. But I, I so I believe that I'm on on I the think same it was, note. I think as it was Steven in May. This, and Stephen, please correct like me wrong. Or but if they end support for the PlayStation 3, or when they do. They can still do PlayStation Plus for the 4, although I guess the, the big point in the article is that how do you maintain the free games or the games that like were sold at a discount to people on the PlayStation 3 if the, the PlayStation Plus like free games are no longer around for the, the 3 or the support's gone for the 3? Like, 
is is that is that what they were kind of suggesting in the article? Because for me, it's like just continue PlayStation Plus on the four. That's not really an issue. Right. Uh, but it seemed like a big thing brought up in the article was that they're struggling to find PS3 games to give away because the uh, PlayStation Plus has been around for what seven years now? 2010, I yeah, think, was the, but, the year they mentioned the article. So I like, mean, I guess you got to kind of assume that the install base for the PS3 is still kind of huge somewhere, right? Well, um, it's huge everywhere, and I'm sure they're going to be kind of pissed what? that those those people are probably still going to be kind of pissed that they're not getting free games anymore. But I mean, it's you know you're what we're almost at the end of what would be this generation if we're counting years, right? We're what five or six years into this generation already. Like last generation was the longest generation we've ever had, and it was only longer than this by like two or three years. So to expect to continue getting free games for a console that's dead. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I feel like, again, I just, I, I hate the point of this article. I think it's pointless. Uh, I, I think that those people are fine. They've gotten their worth out of it, and they probably have moved I on to a PS4. I think if you're concerned about PlayStation Plus, that you are enough of, like, a, a game hobbyist where you would own the next console as soon as you could get it. So you're probably right there where most people who would complain about this already have a PlayStation 4. But, I mean, the article brings this up. There are a lot of games on the 3, The Last of Us being one of them. Some of the Uncharted games as well, God of the God of War games, where those have not been free on the three, just start giving those away. Yeah, I mean they they can do. I mean, what have you got to lose? Like you're just going to drum up support for the the new like the new God of War, uh, Uncharted: The Lost right. Legacy. Like, I mean, what what really they do you can have just to lose? do like a hey, we're ending free games for PS3. Uh, we're doing a big blowout. Here's the very best sellers on PS3 for free. Thank you so much for supporting PS3 for these. Well, now it would probably be like 12 years. Next year is 12 years. Like, thank you very much. Here's all your free games. Uh, please uh, know that we're moving on to PSVR and PS4. And that's it. Done. All right. So now we're going to move on to our predictions. Now, this is going to follow the same theme as we do as E3. The only difference now is we're going to combine two shows into it because it was announced that PSX was not going to have their formal presser. So what we're going to do is because we know that there are game reveals at the Game Awards and we know that there's going to be reveals at PSX. We're combining the two together and we're going to make predictions based on both shows. Uh, As always, Sid is going to be our judge, uh, much to Alex's chagrin because Alex did not make predictions because he wanted to be the judge. You're a real dickhead, Tricky. (laughs) Uh, So (laughs) Alex... I like that. Just stopped him dead in his track. He's so trash is what you are. The judge, he will have final say. As usual, as we had to do with E3, if Sid makes a uh, uh, a judgment and we don't agree with what he said, we can appeal. And the two people that are gonna there need to be one person fighting for and one person fighting against. And Sid will hear us out, and then. We'll figure out our winner. I am a three-time reigning champ, so I will start off the predictions to let you... Listeners, let's let's point this out. The real problem here is Tricky doesn't no, trust it's me. No, it's not that I don't trust you. It's that you were supposed to make five predictions. You did not do that. Because I was. I had my heart set on being the judge. Well, you, you should have known better. All right, my the first you prediction. You said you made that earlier comment, those earlier statements, with a very sly grin on your face, and I can tell by the, the tone of your voice. My first prediction is God of War will be shown, and we will see a release date of March 2018. 
This is this is Tricky's uh, every event God of War prediction. All right, I am yes. uh, I, I'm calling shenanigans. Um, Why are you calling shenanigans <laughs> on that one? Because it's absolute nonsense that your one of your predictions that God of War will be shorn. Of course, it will be shorn shown, and I'm not giving you a half a point just because they're showing God of War. That's ridiculous. I, well, I, we, I know well, what you're trying to do. I know what you're trying to do, and I'm not having it. Well, <laughs> come on. I don't also, know. I said March 2018 release window. March. If it just says 2018, I don't get that point. Right. It has to say March 2018. Which, quite frankly, I will give Tricky credit on this because he knows his God of War history where a lot of the God of War games have been released in March. Of course. Every one of them has been released in March. Mm-hmm. So, no, no, that no, is no, But I prediction. agree with Steven. Uh, the, no, Steven. No, 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 hold on. I agree with Steven. That whole thing about you getting a half point for it being shown, that's stricken. You don't get that shit. Well, we're going to leave it up to no, Sid. No, 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 no. Your prediction is that it will be sh- it will be released in March 2018. That we will if get a release date. In March well, 2018, it's, it's you not, do not get that point. It's okay. Well, then if it's not shown, but we get a release date, I still get a full point. Correct? What? Yes. Yeah, but why would they do? Okay. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because. <laughs> yeah. Why would that happen? <laughs> what are they just gonna? They're just gonna <laughs> show <laughs> the the words like March 2018. Because, well, if they on the show the game and nothing don't else, do the release point, I get a half a point. If they just say the release date. And it's not shown, then I only get a half point. But by what Alex is arguing is saying that God of War shown is a guarantee, which I'm not saying it is because we didn't see the Paris Games Week. All right, Steven, your first prediction. Uh, all right, I'm, I'm going to switch one and two because I want to piggyback off your crap. Spider-Man is going to get a release date, and I'm actually going to make it more specific. It's going to be a November release date. November. November 2018. November 2018. Okay, uh, Yield set in his predictions, unlike Alex. Uh, Yield said... Why do you gotta call me out? Oh, why you gotta call I me out? I love you, man. It's, it's been a... Apparently it's, not. You're trying to make me... It's been four right weeks now, since man. I've been Just able to give you shit. Just make him up. Uh, Yield sent in his first prediction saying, Days Gone will have a new reveal trailer, either gameplay or CG, and will have a set release date. So, his prediction is that they will show a brand new trailer, something we've never seen, and we'll have a set release date. See, uh, this is why I never mean, because you all motherfuckers make safe bets. <laughs> Alright, I think we're going to get uh, a Bloodborne 2 tre- teaser trailer uh, with a release... I'm going to make up the release windows now, because you guys are all doing this. So, I'll do with a release window of, like, I don't know. Release we'll say window. winner 2018. <laughs> 2018. Who made the Who made the Bloodborne uh, for E3? Who made the Bloodborne uh, two I prediction for E3? I don't remember. Does anyone that remember? might have been uh, Mark. I think it was me. Just, okay, can, can we just fucking announce Bloodborne two? So this has become Please. like the whole legalized <laughs> pot argument where like people are like crying for it for fucking years and become so fucking annoying. Just announce Bloodborne two. I actually 2. think that's gonna happen because I think. They're sick of making Bloodborne Souls games. And I think that's what's going to happen is they're going to go back to... Uh, oh, what were those games on the original PlayStation that, that From Software used to do? Um, the robot building games. Armored Core. Uh, I think they're going to go back to that, which would be awesome. But I think we're going to spend a lot of right, time yeah. all Roberto, really Roberto, your first Bloodborne prediction. Alright, I just send this to you in the Skype chat. But my first prediction is uh, Borderlands will get a tease. It will either be either Tales of the Borderlands Season 2 
or we'll start getting a tease for Borderlands season three for Borderlands three. At least just an early tease, nothing really concrete, but that it is on its way, it is coming. Uh, Gearbox kind of has to recuperate the whole loot shooter thing and rethink it after the uh, the 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 I don't want to call it a failure. No, no, uh, not not even no. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm just, I'm just sorry. No, 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 no. I'm trying to find the, the right description to say it because it was I have a soft spot for for, for Battleborn, but. It, Roberto, I don't want to to mar your your prediction, but didn't Telltale I, announce this year that they weren't making the Borderlands uh, a, a second season, the Tales from the Borderlands? Really, I thought no, that was I heard, no Telltale. Telltale well, said the thing. that they have no plans for it right that now. That or Borderlands three. Well, no, he's saying that uh, Gear, Gear Gearbox is not going to make Tales from the Borderlands. Is. <laughs> Oh, well, listen, this is his prediction. Wow. Let him fail. Yeah, well, I okay. have a lot of confidence in Roberto. <laughs> um, well, okay, well, on, on that note, so maybe tease Borderlands 3 then uh, after All Battleborn, right. you know. So, uh, like so your said, official I, prediction So your official prediction is that Gearbox is going to tease uh, Borderlands 3. Correct. All right, my second prediction. We that's will nice, get that's a, a nice one. confirmed like announcement no that way. Virtual Console is coming to the Switch in 2018. Yeah, but but I don't think it's happening. Didn't Nintendo already oh, announce shut, that you shut paid up? online service you shut brings you shut up and let them classic it. virtual games? <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> Steven, I'm sorry, man. You had that in the brain already, didn't St- you? Steven, your second prediction. <laughs> uh, <laughs> go... <laughs> uh, Ghosts of Tsushima uh, will be single player only. There will be no online or multiplayer of any kind. And See, I, I'm going to call shenanigans on that. Why? Because it's being made by Sucker Punch, who is known to make single player only games with no multiplayer. So I think that's a uh, uh, um, a safe prediction that's taking no risk. No, because there, with how microtransactions and games of service and all that stuff is a very hot topic right now, I think that it would be, it would behoove them to explore something yeah. like that, like an online, uh, maybe, uh, maybe like how Uncharted does it or something like that. Um, I think that, and, and also the length, how long it's been taking I'm, them to make this game, I think that it's, it's a possibility. So, but I want to, I, I want to stick to the to to it and say that uh, they they don't want to do that. It's probably going to be like a well. Even Red Dead had an online like GTA, if, like all that stuff. But I don't know. I think it's. I think it's a dangerous. If I may, with you. make a point to 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 support Steven. So there was a little company called Naughty Dog that did single player only games. I believe. I mean, like the first Uncharted and Crash Bandicoot that later went on to multiplayer to add multiplayer into the Uncharted series and The Last of Us. And then, you know, Insomniac, I mean, they did the Russian and Clank games and everything, but then, you know, you had Resistance and that multiplayer component. So just because a company is known for single-player experiences, excellent ones at that, does not mean that they can't branch out to multiplayer, too. All right, fair, fair enough. All right, yields a second prediction. Last of Us 2 will close the show. Uh, he says close a show. So I guess either if they close the Game Awards or the PSX, and it will be a gameplay trailer and a firm release date. Well, there goes one of my predictions. 
Uh, well, no, that's your. I, I know your second prediction. So, what is your second prediction? So, I also think that at one of the shows, I specifically think it's actually going to be at PSX. Uh, we're going to get Last of Us gameplay uh, in game, and that Ellie or Joel will show up. Uh, I'm not sure on a release date. I don't know if they're ready for that yet. Well, uh, okay. maybe a okay. release window. All right, Roberto, your second prediction. My second prediction is uh, that 343 will tease the next Halo. I think that at this point, um, Microsoft is pretty desperate for, for exclusives. Halo 5 Guardians came out, I believe, what was it, last year or two years ago? And, uh, you know, they, they, they're very sorely lacking what? exclusives. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be what, I mean, whatever it's going to be, it'll be Halo or whatever, and they'll tease it. Yada, yada. I want them to kill Halo. I want it to stop. Yeah. Well, they did say that they're making another trilogy, so they're definitely going to six. Yeah, I just don't want it anymore. I <laughs> I bought an Xbox One Halo Five Special Edition. I played it for two weeks because I used to be a Halo Online addict, and then I decided I hated it, and then my Xbox just sat around collecting dust forever. All right, my third prediction: Death Stranding will be shown at the Game Awards. <laughs> And it will have a new celebrity playing a role in the game. That's actually pretty good. I mean, we haven't really heard too much about that. Um, he had uh, Hideo Kojima had mentioned that they sat out um, E three so they can work on it more. So I can imagine, uh, you know, if we have Guillermo del Toro, Norman Reedus, and uh, what's his name from uh, from from Hannibal? Kojima. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, Michael Madsen. Michael Madsen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not Michael Madsen. <laughs> uh, the, the guy from Casino Royale. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, now, well, I... I Mads uh, Mickelson is what I was Yeah, 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 that guy. <laughs> All right, I now... Uh, yes, maybe... the famous golfer. <laughs> now, now I, I, I want to be transparent with this uh, prediction because it is confirmed that uh, Guillermo del Toro and Hideo Kojima will be at the Game Awards. Ah, okay. They all they said was that they were going to be there presenting. So, that's why I added the stipulation that a new celebrity will be in the game. All right. Well, so since this is the second one that has so bitten on gonna... one of my own predictions, I'll just piggyback now and I'll say I think we're going to get a gameplay trailer that's not pre-rendered, that's in engine, and that it gives us a release right, window well... of 2019. All right, well, we'll get there because the the thing, the reason why I had you email them early uh, is because at E3, we were stepping on a lot of toes. Okay. So we, we felt like, you know, well, we can't make this prediction because somebody else made that prediction already. That's why I had you email them. So your predictions stand. So okay. it doesn't matter that I've already made it or whatnot. That does, that's not applying. All right. Uh, Steven, your third prediction, which I'm calling shenanigans on. Well, I'll I'll update it. Originally, it was going to be that Dreams was going to be revealed, but I'm going uh, and and all right. I'm gonna I'm just gonna restate it, and then I'll tell you what it used what it was. We are going to get uh, we are going to finally know what Dreams actually is, and it is going to be announced that it will be a free to play game for the PlayStation Four and PlayStation VR. Um, my original prediction was that Dreams will be revealed. I didn't I knew that they were going to show something, but by revealed I meant like gameplay instead of just saying, you know, this is what. Well, you they know, dreams. See well, they already confirmed that there was going to um, be gameplay shown. So, okay, all right. Well, I didn't know that. Um, all right, so dreams. We're going to. It's going to be revealed that it is free to play, 
and that it, there will be a PS4 and a PSVR. I actually think that's It'll pretty be, they'll make use of it. I think that's a pretty good prediction. All right, they'll make use of it in PSVR, I'm telling you. Yields, so cool. Yields uh, third prediction says the Spider-Man will have a gameplay trailer with the release date, and the release date is sometime in Q2, Q3 of 2018. Uh, I... I mean, yeah, okay. The, well, hold, hold on. I, I want... Q2, Q3, I mean, you're covering half the year. you, you well, got to get more specific than that. Well, here here's the, the problem with that, is because they've... Uh, if... Uh, God, what's his name? What's the guy that does the Sony press conference at E3 every year? The guy that took over for Jack Tratton. Drew House? No, the guy that took over for Jack Tratton. Oh, what's his name? Shehu? No, oh. no, Andrew. So, uh, Andrew, what's his Jeff name? Jeff Dunham? Jeff Dunham? Andrew, no, what's his not name? Jeff But he just no, got not, replaced. An- Andrew House left, but the guy that took over oh, for Jack Tratton. Oh, okay. Who's the guy that took over for Jack Tratton? Sean Layton. Uh-huh. Uh, he, if, if, if you, if we're taking him at his word... He said everything that was shown at E3 was going to be released uh, Q1 2018. So if you're going at his word back at E3, the the release date of Q2 to Q3 is off. So I think Yield is making the prediction. Now, granted, Yield has not uh, been with us for a while. I, I'm taking him at his word that he hasn't really been seeing the news, that he may not realize that. But uh, I, I guess you'll just make a prediction that it's going to be delayed. So, uh, Matt, your third prediction. Uh, I think uh, we're going to get a Cyberpunk 2077 trailer uh, gameplay, possibly, Ooh. and a release window. Because they've been pretty vocal. Uh, CD Projekt Red has been pretty vocal recently, especially after the whole EA fiasco with Battlefront. And uh, I feel like... You don't kind of come out swinging unless you got something to show. I, I don't know what that prediction just did to Steven, but he's doing his Ric Flair right now. <laughs> Woo! Woo! He, he's styling and Let profiling. me tell you something, me, Gene. <laughs> Woo! The, the Witcher is the greatest franchise to ever roam on the PlayStation 4. Woo! God damn, is the hey, nature uh, boy in this Mr. podcast for real? Walken, how do you feel about Cyberpunk 2077? Cyberpunk, it's not for me. Wow. So, <laughs> listeners, I'm going to say this. Watching Steven while he's doing that impersonation is a hundred times better than actually just hearing the impersonation. Because you can see him pausing and the thought process in his head before he says anything. It's magic. The Witcher, the Witcher was, it, it was long. It had a lot, a lot of things to do. However, I think... The mass scale of the the whole monstrosity that was The Witcher, uh, it it was it was it was very good. I really I really enjoyed it. The facial Great. expressions are so good. It's like a Naughty Dog game. It's just so good. Uh, all right, Matt, your fourth. Pre- uh, no, excuse me, Roberto, your third prediction. My third prediction is that I have to just. Uh, He's got to bring it back up. (laughs) Sony will unveil a new shooter, likely a new kill zone, or possibly resurrecting an older IP like SOCOM. There was a little rumor that, that, I mean, it got dissipated quickly, that SOCOM would make some kind of a comeback or some kind of a happening in that regard. 
also um, that that's one of their established IPs, and I think that you know they they might want to start answering with a shooter. Although um, you know this year they didn't have one, which but at the same time Sony is kind of exploring other genres, so um, I, I, that's what I'm predicting. They're going to bring back some kind of a shooting something that's established and uh, kind of within their ranks. I'm actually kind of surprised. You know, I will that say that, this: that I feel so like you know, SOCOM. Yeah. Like it's yeah. been like people have been asking that, especially Yield. I feel like he's been making that prediction for years and years now. But I honestly think that like a game like Twisted Metal, every like, every prediction, Twisted show. Metal for the PS3 made Sony rethink their strategy because they realized they can't just rely on games in their back catalog. They can't just say, "Oh, we're bringing back Twisted Metal" or "We're bringing back Sly Cooper" and then make a lot of money off it. They're being more like choosy now with what they bring back. So I feel like Twisted Metal was kind of like the start of them saying, you know what, maybe all of our franchises aren't like, app like they aren't like winners in today's like market. We need to be more careful in what we pick. So I feel like SOCOM is one of those things where they, they would be better off betting on something like Killzone than SOCOM. All right, uh, my fourth prediction. I think. Name changes are going to be officially announced. Well, that's great. You can finally get rid of your shitty name, Tricky. Yeah? Matt's, Matt's laughing. For real? I like my name. Steven, your fourth prediction. Uh, I think that the Black Friday sale of the PSVR is going to be the new permanent price starting in 2018. That would be amazing. So I, I think PSVR is dropping 100 bucks. All right, Yield's fourth prediction. Red Dead Redemption 2 will have a new trailer with a release window of May to August 2018. Boo. Uh, Matt, your fourth prediction. Uh, so I already said this, but I'll say it again because I feel like it kind of got lost. Uh, I think we're going to get a Death Stranding gameplay trailer that's not pre-rendered. Uh, it's in-engine, uh, and it has a release window of 2019. All right, Roberto, your fourth prediction. My fourth prediction is that uh, wait, uh, Nintendo will have some kind of a new exclusive announced, uh, which could be absolutely anything. But they have been riding a very, very strong, honestly, one of the best years they've had in their history. Um, I, I just wow, you know, with everything. So what that that exclusive will be, I'm just going to throw and say F zero. Okay, you know what? Honestly, Roberto, I was going to call shenanigans on you because say Nintendo will bring a new exclusive. Wait, what? what hold on. Are we doing PSX? What are we, what are we doing? Well, we're doing Game Awards and PSX. Okay, okay, okay. I was going to say, like, since you're, you're being very specific with F-Zero, like, that's fine. But, like, I was about to call shenanigans on you by a very general, like, un, like a, uh, an exclusive, <laughs> a new exclusive, so. Yeah, yeah. All right. My fifth prediction Ghost of Tsushima will be shown at PSX, and we will see the moral choices detailed. So this is going off the, going on a, a limb here, assuming that Ghost of Tsushima is going to have moral choices, just like Inf, uh, Infamous did, That's, and we're going to be able to see those choices having to be made uh, through either a gameplay or a CGI trailer. Hey, Tricky, wasn't that already announced that there would be moral choices in Ghost of Tsushima? Has it? Yes, I believe so. Okay, well, I mean, well... Wasn't that, wasn't that part of the reveal? I don't think it was. 
I could be wrong, but even if even well, even if that's true, I'm my prediction is saying that it's the more choices will be uh, detailed to show us uh, you know the t- type of decisions we got to be made. Kind of like how Detroit Become Human is showing us the different choices we can make that way. Uh, that's going to be detailed in the the showing of Ghost of Tsushima. Sure, 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 sure. All right. Uh, Steven, your fifth prediction. Yes. Uh, my fifth prediction is that we there will be a Spyro remastered announced. Hmm. A collection of some kind, some sort of Spyro thing. I feel like that's almost... PS4. I mean, I'm not saying... I'm not putting a kibosh on that, like not calling shenanigans, but I feel like at this point with how well the Crash reboot did, that's almost like a guarantee. They, yeah. I, I don't know if it's going to be there, but I feel like Spyro's going to go ahead and back. say, I mean, yes, Spyro's been the Skylanders franchise, which has made a lot of money for Activision, but I feel like Activision is more likely, because they were the ones who did the uh, Crash Bandicoot oh. Insane Trilogy, I feel like almost Crash Team Racing would come before Spyro. Because I feel like almost, because it's been so long since there's been a Spyro game, that Crash is far more relevant than Spyro. Well, I, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna call say that I don't think this is gonna come true only because they just canceled Skylanders, and they're probably gonna want to distance themselves a little while before releasing another game no, that features no, Spyro. Not at all, but you're talking about uh, companies Yeah, but by, by, the time that, by the time that Skylanders... ...and wants to release Guitar Hero games every year. They're going to go where the money is, and because it cra- the Crash trilogy has done so well, I, I, like, I'm, I'm not just, putting past them to release like a follow-up the next year. I'm, I'm just... I'm giving you my personal opinion. Yeah. No, but, like, by the end of the Skylanders thing, wasn't it so far from Spyro anyway that, like, the... the he, it he is, but it, was, but it was still called Spyro Skylanders. Just nobody called it Spyro Skylanders. But it was, to the end, Spyro Skylanders. I just I just think that now's the time to do it. I think that if they come out with wave. something something like... Yeah, exactly. The nostalgia wave and, and it, they can do this sort of thing kind of every year until they have something new to show um so uh, i mean the other thing you have to realize is that we're we're kind of towards i mean it was mentioned earlier i forgot who said it but we're towards the end of this console cycle so it might not be worth it for them to make a brand new uh spyro or brand new crash at this point um they might want to just remaster this stuff, get it out there, make their money, and then invest into the next generation of console whenever that comes, or the Switch for that matter. Maybe they, you know, whatever, go go to that route. That's kind of why I think they're going to do it. It's just it's easy money at this point, Re- and the fan base is there. Really quick to backpack on that. Uh, well, I'm kind of surprised they haven't brought the Jack and Daxter collection the PlayStation over blog for news that the PlayStation well, that games just got announced on Tuesday on the PlayStation was it? On yes. Right, they're gonna be PS2 classics, but they'll be HD, and they'll also have trophies. Awesome! And it's gonna be Jack X Combat Racing as well. So awesome! Yeah, yeah if anything, I just wish they got that PSP game because I was playing that. and That was actually pretty good. The one where you play so oh, the Daxter Daxter game. No, no, no. There was another one, the out the Final Frontier or something, and it, uh, you flew like a, 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 an aircraft or something. It was actually pretty cool. All right, Eels' fifth prediction is Quantum Dream will show us more on Detroit Become Human and have a release date given. Now, hmm. I 
I, I want to call shenanigans on that because I think that's almost a guarantee. But uh, Yield has also been out of the know. He may not have known that we've seen a lot of Detroit become human lately. So I'm letting it pass. But my thing is it's too general. Like we, you know, I mean, we want it to be a point of pride to win these predictions. So you can't have just these general things like, oh, they'll, have, they'll show it and they'll have it like a, a release date. Like you got to be well, more specific he- than that. Like, you've well, got to show some when, skill, and it's got to be based on some luck. It can't just be like, oh, well, I'm going to play it safe, because I feel like that's what a lot of times people do, is they just play it safe, and that's how they win. And that's how they get the most points. Well, Yield, when Yield sent in his predictions, uh, he did end his email by saying, kind of generic, but th- this, is, this is what you're getting from someone who's been out of the know for a couple months. Yeah, but I think so anyone... So that's why I'm letting it slide. I think anyone who's been out of the loop for the last year could, be, could make that prediction. Well, you know what? So, Sid is well, the hold judge, on, hold on. So, Steven, you are another trophy whore. How do you feel about this yes. prediction? Do you think it's too generic, or do you think we should just leave it to Sid and let him decide? I would like for him to give us a date. I would like to like not a date specific date, but like I would like for him to give us more of a more of a window. All right, something so, a little bit more specific. So, uh, that that's my opinion. I mean, I'll I'll. Yeah. I, I will I will I will reach out to Yield in our Facebook chat and ask him for a more solid release date, and then next week when we get our uh, when we reveal the results from Sid, uh, we will say ahead of time. But before I send this off to Sid, I will get a firm release date from Yield on that. Matt, your fifth prediction. Now that I'm looking at my the rest of my list, this one feels like way generic. Um, <laughs> I know, right? It really does, though, right? Uh, so I think we're going to get, uh, Red Dead 2 multiplayer, uh, official reveal, uh, in that it's going to be the GTA online of, uh, of Red Dead. Like, I know they did multiplayer, and that's kind of where they got the idea for GTA online from Red Dead Redemption, but I think this is going to be, like, a whole next evolution of their online process. I don't, uh, I don't disagree with that, actually. I, I think that, you know, that... I, I would not. I would be very shocked if Red Dead Two is not the the. It doesn't take the mantle from GTA Five, you know, going forward uh, into the next couple of years because GTA Five is just unstoppable. Yeah, but I mean, like to I the point that, where they they literally said, "Hey, making them." Yeah, we, I know we promised single player DLC, but it's not happening because our online component is way too successful. Right. Right. I feel I. I feel like at this point that Red Dead Redemption has garnered more excitement than Grand Theft Auto. Like, I feel like we're at that point where Grand Theft Auto has been around for so long that it's like, yes, people are going to buy it. A ton of people, in fact. But there's just generally more buzz totally around agree. a Red Dead Redemption game because this is only the second one. Granted, there was a Red Dead Revolver before Red Dead Redemption. Red, Red, super Red, underrated Red PS2 Dead game, Redemption. by the way. But I feel like... But I feel like there's more anticipation and has been, like, since they last delayed it for Red Dead Redemption 2 than for, like, any GTA game since, like... Yeah, I, I might be in the minority, but, like, I don't know, I have this thing with Westerns, like, I just think they're super cool, and, like, I feel like, I know a lot of people love GTA and love the idea of running around, like, a New York City and shooting people up, but, like, there's just something about, like... The whole idea of an open world Western game and how well they did it with the original Red Dead Redemption uh, that gets me super amped to see this next 
on next gen hardware and like where they go with it, seeing how well they did with GTA Five. Let, let, let me just go ahead and make this statement. GTA is old hat. Right. I'm going to say that right now. Like, how do you top GTA 5? To be perfectly honest. like GTA 6? <laughs> but but okay, what is smart? Yeah. Yes, let's He's... go in numerical order and just give the... Yeah. Like, I feel like I, I, mechanically... Well, listen, GTA 5 really took off. I mean, former host of the show, Donnie, uh, could not stand GTA Online. Like he he was always bitching about the heist, the heist, the heist, the heist, and finally when the heist came, he was like it was too little, too late. But in in all honesty, once the heist came out, that's when the game really fucking took off. Yeah, well, and I feel like that's when people people were waiting for it, you know. And so, yep, it deserved to come up that, at that point. Like I meant not it deserved, but like that's when it was gonna pop off. I think it was like kind of a the online was like a real big empty shell before those happened and then that's where everything really started like all the systems started to kind of coalesce and become something incredible and now they just keep pushing all these crazy updates that just basically they have gta mmo is what it is matt i want to throw an idea at you is pretend like i'm a big like you're a big investor and i'm like presenting an idea to you and see how you feel about this all right i'm in so you like westerns correct do. How about yep. a Rockstar directed Unforgiven game? That would be amazing. Well, I mean, isn't that kind of what we get? All of us read every Excuse me. Wrong Western. Not Unforgiven. Tombstone. Absolutely. That would be okay. amazing. I am welcome back on the show. Yeah. yeah, let's go past. I'm. Yeah. <laughs> right. Roberto, your fifth prediction. RIP Bill Paxton. My fifth and final prediction is that. Sony will announce that they're going to resurrect an old IP, and that IP will be Siphon Filter. Uh, uh, that's your crazy prediction. Easy. No, uh, no, no, that, no, no. That was your that was your crazy prediction. What's your fifth prediction? Oh, crud! I spoiled it. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, no. Well, Steven, take that out of the show. <laughs> leave leave okay. that in there. I ain't editing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. An easy one. Hitman season two. We'll get a tease. Um. After what happened, like, you know, one of the, the interesting success stories, uh, bittersweet success stories of 2017 was that the, uh, the IO Interactive, the guys behind Hitman, made uh, a very brand new Hitman game for the first time, like more of a season type game. It wound up being extremely well received. I actually have the game. I haven't played it yet, though. And they wound up making a complete season collection. But due to the loss of uh, $40 million, Square Enix decided that they had to cut their losses and cut ties with IO Interactive, uh, which fortunately, despite how dangerous that was, IO Interactive is independent again, and they retain the rights of Hitman. They've been trying to work on a Season 2 and also some other enhancements for the Season 1, so I think they're going to have like some kind of a tease. Um, I'm thinking it'll be at the Game Awards, considering like they, they want like the bigger AAA Western stuff you know, um, there, and uh, we'll see how that goes. Alright. Uh, now, the this is the point for our crazy predictions. I went out on a total limb on mine. Uh, but just for the listener's sake, if we get this right, it's three points. Where all the other ones were one point each. My crazy prediction. Days Gone will be shown and its release date is today. No. 
But I understand why that's the crazy one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, think- I just I just think that Sony's crazy enough to go, you know what? You guys have been waiting a long time for Sony Ben to talk about their game. The game is done and it's in stores right now. I am uh, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and probably lose a lot of fans my first time on, and I think that that game is gonna flop like crazy. Wow. I was not impressed by anything I saw by the, about that game at all. I thought it ran shitty. I thought it looked stupid. Uh, I, the first time they showed it, where it was just like a bunch of montage bullshit, it looked great. But once they showed like a vertical slice of the game, I thought it looked like trash. All right, you're no longer allowed on the show. <laughs> all right, Steven, your crazy prediction. PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale 2. Please. <laughs> Yields crazy prediction. Insomniac Games will announce either a new ratchet uh, e- will announce a ratchet a new Ratchet and Clank game. It's either going to be a new game in this in the future series or the next game in the rebooted series. But it has to be a Ratchet and Clank game. Steven, real quick, yes. sir. I want to ask you. If you could see any character in a sequel to PlayStation Outstars Battle Royale that is not Aloy, Aloy. who would it be? Um, like if, if like if just, I want, just said no Aloy. Like if I want, if I had the choice, or like. Oh yes, sir. Yes, this is all on Steven. This is Steven's That's choice. A good one, though, I'm showing my choice. Uh, I um, said not in From Horizon Zero Dawn. No, you said From Horizon Zero Dawn. That's not Aloy. That's true. No, 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 no. I said that is not Aloy or someone from Horizon Zero Dawn. That's, that's too easy. That's not what you said. Huh. Um, it's, I mean, there, there's a bunch. Um, I think I think Senua would be cool. Um, yes, that's a good one, sir. Um, but I don't know if I want to hang my hat on that. I mean, name a few. Yeah, I don't care. Name a few. You, you, we, could have blood, you could have a Bloodborne character. You could have a Bloodborne <laughs> character. You know, like your whatever Bloodborne guy. Um... You could have really anyone from a Persona game. <laughs> Just pick pick somebody from that. You know who um, I would have is the dude from... Do you guys remember the game Medieval on PS1? Was he, he, was Sir already, he was already... Yeah. Sir Daniel? Sir Dan. He, was he? He was in the first one. Yeah, he was in the first one. Oh, yeah. Sir oh, Daniel nah, I don't blame you. You know... <laughs> I don't blame you for not remembering. Someone um, didn't mention... Um, oh, God. Who's the... D- uh, who's the guy, <laughs> Delson, from the new uh, Infamous game? Oh, well, no, because we already son. had yeah. Cole. We had Cole and Evil Delson Cole. Delson has different powers. Well, Cole will be gone. I would replace him. I would replace Cole and Evil Cole with Delson and uh, the Reggie? chick from First Light. What we really oh, wow. is the Panda King um, from the Sly Cooper series. Oh, what the hell is her name? <laughs> Flash, Flash, Flash. What the fuck was her name? Know. Flash Gordon. Fetch, Fetch thank that's you. Right, that's right. I knew it was um, with an F. You could also you could also go with like uh, really any of the the four guys from Final Fantasy fifteen. That would be cool. No, because that you no, couldn't do that because it's not console. PS exclusive. Yeah, they, yeah, they the have not PS exclusive game, and so was uh, Dante yeah. from DMC. Oh, that's true. That's, that's true. true. That's true. That's true. Yep. As as was uh, who was the guy from Revengeance? Uh, help me with his name from Metal Gear Solid. Ryden? Uh, Ryden. Ryden, yes. Well, uh, what about yeah, Chloe? Not, no, not PlayStation exclusive. What about Chloe? That's or one of my Platinums. That's one of my Platinums, guys. Just just letting you know. What about uh, either Chloe, Nadine, Joe, or Ellie? 
That would be cool. You got a Joel um, in there? It's, yeah, like, I don't know. Crafting and like. throwing shanks? I think instead of, like, one of the heroes from, from uh, uh, what, what do you call it? I think we should get clickers. I think a clicker should be one of the. Wait, yep. wait, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got the perfect character. The mayo jar from IMAO. <laughs> what about the the you're, villain? You're one of the worst humans. It, it got a chuckle out of bad, okay? What about what about Octodad, guys? <laughs> We're all forgetting Octodad. Oh my god. That would be cool. But what about the villain? What was the villain's name? The future Desmond or the, sorry, the future Cole, I guess we should say, from Infamous. Kessler. Kessler, what about him? Mm-hmm. No. Good. He was not in the first game. But Kessler was Cole. Spoiler. So? <laughs> Spoilers. In case you have sorry. a 10-year-old game. Alternate, like, costume, for fuck's sake. All right, let, let's move on, because we could do this all night. Let's, uh, let's. All right, uh, I, where are we at? Oh, Matt, you're a crazy prediction. All right, I uh, altered it a little bit, just to the end of it. So, I think... It would be crazy to get a Telltale Games Stranger Things, and it's the first game to use a new Telltale engine. That would actually All be right. pretty cool. And Roberto, you kind of went into it already, but what is your fifth, uh, your crazy prediction? Sorry. All right. So for many years, I've 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 kind of had this prediction for many years now, because I'm just I'm too I'm just too into it. So, um. I predict that Sony is going to, like, there's been talk about resurrecting old IPs across the board from everybody, so I predict they're going to resurrect Siphon Filter, except Sony Ben, the guys that were responsible for making the Siphon Filter games on the PSP, they're not going to be helming it, they're going to hand it off to another team, and we're going to get a brand spanking new Siphon Filter video game. The last Siphon Filter video game was Siphon Filter Logan Shadow. It was released, I believe, in 2000 and... uh, Eight or nine, I, I think, um, back when the PSP was was kind of uh, approaching its retirement, but still churning out some really good uh, titles, and the PS2 was still in production. Siphon Filter, in case you don't re- remember, was one of the key franchises behind Sony. It was based. It was a military third-person shooter where you are Gabe Logan, the member of an agency, uh, uh, former Special Forces, former Desert Storm veteran. And this agency worked with the NSA and CIA and FBI to take down rogue terrorists, but also investigate the mysterious siphon filter virus, a targeted virus that can mysteriously kill. the The story had uh, was like basically like Air Force One, The West Wing, Law and Order, Twenty Four, Homeland, and Death uh, <laughs> John Cena. Um, <laughs> John Cena. Um, yeah, so across the board, like, the story was really, really good. Uh, there was a bunch of games, but the last game was on the PSP. There was two games, and they're really worth playing on PS2, because they made PS2 ports of them, too. Uh, Siphon Filter Dark Mirror and Siphon Filter Logan Shadow. Uh, they took the games into the more M-rated territory. Um, there was a lot, you know, the... The gameplay was great. The shooting was great. You got a sniper rifle that had different uh, attributes. And, of course, you can tase people till they lit on fire. But Logan Shadow was fantastic. It had a much higher production values, a great music score. Um, it actually had a story penned by a famous like, New York Times author. But it ended, it ended, and then it had one of those Marvel after-credits sequences that ended on a cliffhanger. I'm like, and, it, and that was back in 2008 or 9, or, uh, and it's like, that has not been resolved. 
It stinks so bad it hasn't been resolved, and I've been just waiting for them to just come back to it and just get back into it. I mean, I know it's a little different because, you know, there's a lot of military stuff today, but... Um, in video games, but I think that they could really create something special, especially with the story. And um, I don't know, maybe even Naughty Dog. Well, maybe not Naughty Dog because they're they're doing Last of Us too. But something could work. I don't know. But that's my crazy prediction. They're gonna announce it, and it'll be for PS4, maybe VR, and we're gonna get a news, find out who's doing it, and it's gonna look really awesome. And bada boom. All right, that is gonna close out predictions. Sid, you have your work cut out for you, sir. Uh, so, with that being said, let's close out the show with some housekeeping. Let's clean this shit up. ProofGaming.com is looking for some staff members and looking for some writers, podcasters, video editors, news reporters, and generalized help at the site. If you're interested in applying, go to ProofGaming.com, click on the Help Wanted tab, and fill out the application. While you're there, be sure to check out all of our articles and all of our videos. Speaking of our videos, they can be found on YouTube by doing a search for Official Proven Gamer. You can also catch us streaming on twitch.tv backslash Proving Gamer. Catch me streaming. You can catch uh, Steven starting to stream. Yeah, Steven. Yes, indeed. Uh, if you're looking to get a hold of us, there are several ways to get a hold of us. The first one is our phone number. Steve, what is the phone number, sir? 330-Proven9. Uh, That's 330 uh, Nailed it. Yes. <laughs> you can also send us an email by sending an email to trophyhorrors at provinggamer.com. You can also, if you listen to this podcast, we greatly appreciate it. But be sure to listen to our other podcast, PG Spoilers. Uh, yes, there was an episode done. I don't want anybody saying that we don't do episodes of that show. Uh, Matt was on that show. I was. Never got released. <laughs> it did get released. It got released. Oh, did it? Yes, it did. I must have missed it. <laughs> uh, the Smart Marks Nintendo Dual Screens, which Steven's on, and the Game Stuff Podcast. Uh, all the podcasts can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your various podcast applications on your smart devices, Google Play, TuneIn, and you can find Trophy Horrors and the Smart Marks on iHeartRadio. If you want to get a hold of us, uh, further involved with us, you can get involved in our PlayStation 4 communities. There's one for the site called Proven Gamer. There's one for Trophy Horrors called T-Dub's Brothel. Why, Alex? Because Shuhei won't let us say whores on network. Very correct. Uh, and you can also, when you get your new Platinum, you can post it in Guild's group called the Platinum Guild. I'm sure next week he's going to have a lot of uh, shout-outs to give. He's missed a lot of shows. That's going to bring us to the end of our housekeeping, but we do have some sponsors. Our first sponsor is Extra Life. Alex, you've been, you've been gone for a little while. Tell us about Extra Life. Tricky, first I'm going to need to know what the total amount of money raised for this year is, for 2017. Uh, last update I saw was $9.5 million, but I'll double-check right now. $9.5 million. So, folks, the important thing that you need to know is you can go to extra-life.org to donate to the, to the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. There are many hospitals around the U.S., as well as around the world, that you can donate to and support. You have to the end of the year to contribute to this year's amount, which again is $9.5 million as of last count. Tricky may update that here momentarily, but we have to the end of the year to donate to a Children's Miracle Network Hospital of your choice, a gamer of your choice, maybe someone on the Proving Gamer team. But yeah, it's a tax write-off. I mean, we can't stress that enough. And you're, you know, the motto for Extra Life is play games, heal kids. 
you get to play video games for an entire day and collect money for a children's miracle, uh, miracle network representative hospital. It, it's a win-win situation, like bottom line win-win situation. You can't get better than that. So tricky. Do we have an update on the total amount of money raised? We do have an update. As of November thirtieth, at one forty-four p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Extra Life has achieved ten million dollars. Woo! Double digits. <laughs> so yeah, that's that, awesome. Uh, thank you all for job. contributing to Extra Life. Ten million is the most Extra Life has ever raised. Correct. That is correct. Every year it gets bigger and bigger. Yep. And this year is no different, which means next year we gotta go for like eleven million or like twelve million. Uh, hold hold, hold on. I, I I think uh, I think we have to give a special shout out here. Uh, let's see. To let's the see, person who put extra life over ten million. Uh, yes. I'm psychic. Confirm. Uh. Uh, one team. By themselves, raised one point two million dollars. Wow! Holy crap! Way to go, proven gamer. Uh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Uh, it was Team Rooster Teeth. Wow! Good for those guys. Seriously, that's amazing. Yeah, they killed yeah, it this year. That's incredible. So, uh, yeah, shout out to Team Rooster Teeth. One point two million raised just by their team. All right. Uh, we are also sponsored by Amazon. Steven, tell us about Amazon. Amazon.com. You may have heard of it. It's a little website where people buy some tchotchkes for the house. Anyway, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Huge, huge website. Anyway, uh, so the way they sponsor us is they allow us, uh, they give us permission and all that stuff to uh, advertise their, their site with little little links on our website. So if you go to ProvingGamer.com when you're hanging out, looking at videos and downloading podcasts and, and you know reading some articles, catching up with the news, you could click on one of those Amazon links. Now those that's going to bring you to your Amazon page and you can do your shopping like normal. It doesn't cost you anything extra, and it helps the website out tremendously. And as a bonus, if you have Amazon Prime, you can use your Amazon Prime uh, Twitch Prime. So it gives you a free Twitch Prime subscription, and you can go to twitch.tv slash provinggamer and give us that subscription to absolutely at absolutely no cost. It's just Amazon giving away free money to streamers. So, yeah, do that. Amazon.com. Buy stuff. All right, and uh, I got I got to give another sp- special shout out because uh, I'm checking out the uh, the extra life uh, Facebook page here. Uh, Dead Mouse, who we all know, uh, he gets a special shout out because he raised fifteen thousand dollars by himself. Well, he raised fifteen thousand dollars for extra life by matching every donation over a hundred dollars he received. Wow! So awesome. Every donation, uh, every donation he got over a hundred, he matched it. So, that's good. All right. So, uh, and our last bit of uh, housekeeping here is our Patreon. If you could and would, uh, go to patreon.com backslash Proving Gamer and donate what you can. Uh, it does help out everybody on the site. Uh, everybody you're hearing, with the exception of myself, uh, receives uh, a, a piece of the Patreon. So you can go on there and you can support the writers, you can support the podcasters, you can support the site. But no matter what you donate or what you contribute every month, please know that it helps out tremendously to, uh, keeping the, the lights on here at ProvingAmber.com. 
Uh, but with that being said, let's close out the show with some shout-outs. Steven, why don't you kick us off, sir? <laughs> All right. Uh, Shout-out to this little peanut. This is my daughter, uh, Sweet Mama P. You want to say something? Sweet Mama P. He's like, I don't want a part of this train wreck. Say something. You've been yelling all day, literally all day. Just say something. <laughs> She's like, who's um, that big sh- grizzly guy in the camera? <laughs> shout out to my wife who's been taking care of this little peanut. Um, uh, shout out to the listeners. Thank you so much for listening every week. Thank you so much, Tricky, for allowing me to do this every week. Um, thanks, uh, Matt, for joining us. Uh, I know it, it was last minute and... We really appreciate it. He brought some good stuff to the table. Good, good stuff as always. Uh, uh, I do listen to your uh, game stuff. So, um, uh, what else? Uh, oh no, you weren't on games. Wait, no, PG spoilers. I'm sorry. Um, I did listen to that. You should be on really game stuff. You should. You actually should be. I think you, you would fit really you know nicely. But that's not my Steve call. Would, you know the funny thing is, Steve, you knew the, that episode of PG spoilers was released, but the guy that actually recorded yeah, it, yeah, no idea. Know it's been released. <laughs> um. Uh, and uh, Roberto, um, you are. I, I think I've come up with a new nickname for you. You're the Trophy Whore's Wikipedia, because um, <laughs> literally everything you talk about is a Wikipedia page entry. Um, uh, well, Alex, welcome back. Shout out to you, man. I'm glad uh, you're back with us. And that's it. I am going to leave the room now, and I will come back for when we sign off. Okay, bye, <laughs> Alex. It's been four weeks, buddy. Give us your shout-outs. Uh, I mean, as always, I want to thank the listeners for, you know, joining us every week and carving out just, uh, like, one, two hours of their time every week. Uh, it means a lot to us. It means a lot to the site. So thank you all very much. Um, may not seem like much, but we appreciate it more than we can convey. Uh, I want to thank uh, I want to thank our guests, Matt and Roberto. Uh, Roberto has been a good fill-in here recently. He's been our go-to guy here uh with some missing hosts, so thank you, Roberto, and definitely thank you, Matt, uh, for not only putting out PG spoilers, uh, which news to me, PG spoilers, hey, hey it's hey. not dead. Uh, but thank you all both for joining us this week. Uh, it's kind of a crazy show, especially with all the predictions and like everything. Uh, and I do want to, um, I know have been, I have been MIA. Uh, I do want to apologize. I know we put it on Patreon, and you know. With a Patreon comes expectations, um, so I do want to apologize to everyone for my absence um, over the past few weeks. Uh, sometimes, you know, life takes turns and you kind of get lost in your own head, but uh, it, it doesn't mean that you can kind of be derelict in your duty. So I do want to apologize for everyone for uh, for my absence recently and just appreciate everyone who supports the show. So that is my shout-outs. Roberto, your shout-out, sir. Uh, shout out to, to Proven Gamer. Thank you, everybody, for allowing me to be on the show. Uh, thank you uh, to, to the fans listening in, streaming the, this podcast on their Monday morning commutes and everything. That's great. Thank you very much, family, to uh, the writers, to uh, also just, uh, you know, being able to be on the board here. Um, and, yeah, just for an opportunity to voice our opinions and uh, get some knowledge going. So, uh, yeah, thank you for, uh, for allowing me to be on the show, too. Uh, my shout out to you guys. Uh, really thanks for letting me be on the show. Uh, I had a blast doing this and hopefully, I don't know, maybe sometime in the future. Uh, I'd like to shout out video games cause they're great. Uh, <laughs> and my wife who is carrying my child that will be born in May. I'd like to shout her out too. Cause she's the reason that I uh, wake up in the morning. That's about it. All right. And I want to give a shout out to the goddess 
Give a shout out to Sweet Mama D, who uh, uh, is currently sleeping. Uh, she 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 always wants to stay up to listen to me record, but then realizes it's past her bedtime. So she always tries to finagle away to say, but daddy, I want to stay up and watch you record. I'm like, no, go to bed. But daddy, no, go to bed. That's why we record after she goes to bed. Uh, shout out to the listeners. Shout out to everybody that participated in Extra Life. I mean, $10 million. That's huge. Uh, I can't even, I, I can't even begin to thank everybody because it's, it, that's tremendous. And, uh, just means next year we got to get bigger and better. Uh, but with that being said, if there's nothing else, until next week, happy trophy hunting. Later. Be excellent to each other. Later. Of course, be with you. The theme song is Venus by the band Even off their album Zenith. Permission granted by the band and 12 Stone Records. You can find them on Facebook by going to www.facebook.com slash Even Philippines. <laughs> <laughs>